0: You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek.
1: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks podcast collective. Ian,
2: look at this. What, well, it's a police box. What on earth is doing here? Well, these things are usually on the street.
0: A feel it. I you feel it, it
2: vibration
1: it's alive Earth Station Who a fun mashup celebrating nearly 50 years of the Doctor Who universe hold tight you never know where the TARDIS is going
0: next you're probably a bit confused right now
2: I broke the glass it's all come back to me this
1: what is this That's my ship. What?
2: Let me take it from the top. Hello. I'm the doctor. I'm a traveler in space and time. And that thing buried down there is called a TARDIS.
1: Time and relative dimension in space. You're going to love this. Hey there, listeners, and welcome to Earth Station, who feels like it's been forever since we've actually sat down and talked to you. And we've got a great first Doctor story to talk to you about. And we are going back to 1964, and we are looking at the Keys of Marinus. It is very interesting. This is my first time actually seeing it. I've never seen this one before. I've read the novelization in the Target books, but I've never actually watched this one. I've had the DVD probably for about five years, but it I just never unwrapped it. still <laughs> shiny in its plastic still.
0: Where it and will to this day.
1: <laughs> Oh, very much so. It is a six-parter, and we have a gr- lot to talk about with it. So we definitely would love to hear what you guys have to say. Please write us a feedback at earthstationwho.com. We definitely would love to hear from you guys. All right. Uh, we got a great crew with us. We have, of course, Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy. And Mary Ogle.
0: Hello, everybody. It is great to be here.
1: And joining us once again is Julie Filipek.
0: Hey, guys.
1: Welcome back to the show.
3: I just can't stay away. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry. She can't quit us. It's so awesome.
2: <laughs> you know, that's true dedication. Even Even, I mean, for it's this story... Smart.
1: Especially this one. <laughs> we are impressed. I know. Yeah. I'm I am so impressed. It's just it's interesting because we're going way back. We're coming back to the original crew of Doctor Who. I this myself.
2: might be the earliest epi- story that I haven't seen yet that's available. Um oh wow. Because uh most of the ones that are before precede this I've already seen. The ones that can be seen anyway.
1: Sure, of course. Um, Mm -hmm.
2: um, I mean, obviously, I mean, we'll get into it, but obviously this one takes place after Marco Polo, which is one that everybody wants to see, but it's not available. Um,
1: So that was that's that also explains why Ian was wearing that wonderful silk robe. Yeah,
3: yeah. so beautiful. It's so wonderful. It's my favorite thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Ian Ian rubs it in
2: your face. You can't watch this one, but I'm going to rub your face in the fact that you can't watch it because I'm going to wear this throughout this whole story.
1: No, and it, it's interesting because, you know, once again, Susan does nothing. Again, yeah, and-
2: she screams. She screams a lot. She's very annoying.
3: Oh, uh, there, I have a dramatics count of how many times did Susan go into hysterics? So don't worry, I have those numbers. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> We're going ahead with this episode. So let's jump in with I'm both feet.
3: That's pretty high.
1: Yeah, let's hear um, how. Let's talk about Susan real quick.
3: Um, So Susan had, uh, sorry, let me pull up the numbers real quick. Um, It actually isn't as bad as you expect. There are about seven uh, times where she's dramatic. Um, And actually in the last episode, she's not dramatic at all. So really that's, you know, averaging um, about, you know, two one or two per episode that's because
2: she's oh, literally bound then. and gagged yeah. in the right. last episode <laughs> I
0: mean, no one could stand
2: and that's her not then. a
1: bad thing that's not a bad thing either and the doctor was missing for what four of the six episodes pretty yeah much?
2: he was he like
3: has to go on holiday
2: i'm i'm uh, i'm tuning out for this this is just uh yeah, yeah. it's, oh, I, good. Yeah. it's who can blame him uh, um, you know, before we start really getting into nitpicking and all that, um, I have to say, I don't like people who are listening to us. If you're listening to us for the first time, or you haven't listened to us review a first doctor, it's not that we hate the first doctor. I don't not want to give all. you an impression that we hate the first doctor, but this is the first time I've seen this story, uh, first and last. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's the second, is it the second one in the row? It's the second. It seems like it's the second story in a row that was that was written by Terry Nation that we're doing. Yes, and... it is actually
1: because we did Planet of the Daleks. Yeah,
0: how Ooh. did that happen?
1: Terry, yeah, yeah
2: like somebody really should. We, that's just punishment. I mean, <laughs> like, like Terry Nation. Like, bless his heart. I mean, I guess the best thing you could say about him is he's not unambitious, right? Like he's...
3: <laughs> he's he's very ambitious, but there is always a certain like story arc that happens and it's always convoluted and really doesn't lead you anywhere and it has a lot of action but no plot.
2: And there's always two warring <laughs> factions, right? Yeah. There's oh, always- of course there is. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well yeah he's
0: and, only and got the, one idea and and he the, uses and the it doctor
2: it. and crew are are caught up in, in the middle.
3: Well one thing I do like about the structure of this episode, well serial I should say, is it is very much a video game in the very different first levels. Yeah. different levels of a video game so all the keys of marinus are what you're trying to accomplish in each level of the video game and they all have very specific differences you have um the scree- like the screaming forest uh, jungle and you have the ice planet and you have you know matlock um those are all your different
0: <laughs> different levels that you're
3: trying to get through um so at least that helped it keep case it, it kept it going um, where it could have just been a very very long story
1: oh very much so the thing is I enjoyed a lot of it which is weird because I actually liked the stories more without the doctor and Susan I actually liked it was mostly Ian and Barbara mm. and because they're such strong characters and they're very likable they're very entertaining and it's just Ian is such a great lead, and
3: oh, you're one of those. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Barbara is the one who leads the plot. Everything revolves oh, around her, and and she is amazing.
1: Oh, she Babs- is amazing. She completely is. I'm not putting her down at all. <laughs> and you know, there's there's been some episodes of the first Doctor stories where she's just the damsel in distress she but this story and the following story which is the aztecs
0: that's a great she, one. she mm-hmm. is
1: bo- she is amazing in both of these and i i loved it i loved every second of it i loved how she called the guy in the cabin for his bs and i love that you know she was able to figure out all these different things how she went for going for the fake key with the statue with the the human hands on the statue. Oh god, that was horrible.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there were some set issues. <laughs>
1: oh. Here. Some well, compared, to, compared
2: to most of the effects in this, I'd say that the uh statue with the hands was like one of a, the, one better, of the ones. better ones. Yeah.
0: yeah. I agree with you.
2: Uh yeah, and- and so compared to the rest of the mo- like screaming forest, uh Oh god. Ooh, ouch.
0: Well, the plants are actually pretty funny. My my sister and I were actually laughing hysterically through a lot of this. <laughs> yeah. Because it was just so ridiculous.
1: No. In some ways, it felt a little bit like the new series, you know, with, you know, how it, each one was its own individual tying arc. But also, like, um, Judy was watching it with me, and she had said, this is kind of like that key of time story. You know where I, I they did.
0: were. Oh yeah. Where yeah. they were
1: all going for the. You know it was all different stories, but they were all tied together mm-hmm. and, and everything.
2: And then they had to get keys, and the keys well, were in different locations, which made no sense whatsoever. They were all really random plot devices throughout the story. But
1: and you would have thought throughout these different storylines, they would have had those bad guys who ended up. You know where it had the little thing coming out of their heads and everything in their costumes. And you know you would have had thought they were going to try to get the key also for theirs, for their thing. But no, they you only yeah. see them in the first episode and then the last episode.
2: They're, yeah. they're pretty smart. They're like, let's, let's yeah. let these guys
1: do. Let's all the
0: just work. sit around and wait <laughs> for them. <laughs>
3: exactly. I, I mean, moving around in those suits is not an easy thing.
0: There you uh, go. Let's, let's be honest.
2: They're they're yeah. basically scuba gear.
0: I, I mean, I who mean. wants to jump from city to city in was But, I mean, that's a very Terry Nation thing to do, to to bring up characters like that and then do absolutely nothing with them. Mm
3: And in in the first episode, they died in the most bizarre ways. Like, one of them, you know, you you have the one who gets destroyed by acid. You have the second one who somehow stabs himself in the back (laughs) when he's (laughs) trying to attack Susan. And then the other one falls to his death and has the best like scream i've ever heard of someone falling to his death it's
0: amazing so like they're really not good at what they're supposed to be doing no no they're a bit yeah, like stormtroopers. they can't actually hit anything or...
2: speaking of when what speaking of which one actually trips as it enters the room at one point like it actually no i noticed up. that <laughs> i was like whoa uh, i saw that i love, that I love like, these oh, early ones where they they're just shooting right they only have certain sc- uh, set studio time so they have to just shoot and get through it so so you hear a lot of people like kind of mess up their lines but they still continue on and yeah william hartnell was known for that but i thought i found oh, almost God, yeah. a lot about everybody doing that in this oh, at one yeah point.
0: there is a whole lot of that in this i don't people mm-hmm. were not <laughs> i don't think anybody really cared You
1: know. No, there was a couple times in that ice cave I saw people hitting their heads on the (laughs) rock. (laughs) And it was just like, Oh, really? Really? So yeah, it was not the best produced episode. But it was I enjoyed it. I didn't I it was six episodes. I thought it went very fast for me. You know, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but you know, sometimes when you have a six parter, it could easily be a three parter. I think this one worked for in the six part format, especially because each one they had a, a prize to catch. And you know, you have advanced to the next level. Ding. <laughs> you know.
2: And not only did it remind me of the key to time, which I, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, we can't obviously talk to Douglas Adams now, but um, it would be interesting to see if that was any relation, like any inspiration, uh, because it just feels like. You know, they're both keys uh, oriented, looking for keys and that kind of thing. And it just seems like it's an odd coincidence if they weren't not links in some format or inspired. Like if Douglas Adams didn't see this and go, this had potential, let's do a whole season of it. Um, But the other thing it reminded me of Mike, and you can, you'll probably understand this more than anybody, um, is that like the old golden age, like star comics with the Justice Society, whenever they would get together, like they wouldn't do anything as a team. Instead, they'd have some threat And then they'd all go on separate adventures to get Mm -hmm. uh, to accomplish something, you know, to defeat the threat. And then at the last like, you know, three pages, they would get together and use whatever they had accomplished to defeat the villain. And it seemed like it was just like, I guess, storytelling was just like that back then.
1: Yeah, very much so. And, you know, the first appearance of the Justice Society, all they did, each one was a different tale. And all they were doing was sitting around the table. Hey, that's good. Wait till you hear this, you know, and that's (laughs) what the, that's what this felt like, you know, you know, it was, and it was just like, okay, and this is the next adventure and this is the next one. And, you know, then they finally get to the Perry Mason part where Ian's convict, <laughs> you know, convicted yeah. of a murder. How can he have done it? Blah, 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 you know. And, yeah. you know, reading the descriptions, because I'm, I'm watching it now on BritBox, and, you know, and it's just like, Ian is framed for, you know, and it's just like, wow, they're going for the same thing as Murder, She Wrote, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah that was my first thought. Boy, this is an episode of Murder, She Wrote, not one of the better ones. But no. No. Nah. Well, yeah, I it, thought it was it, in, interesting they brought in Altos and Sarah Sarah wait, Sabitha? Sabitha. Sabitha. Uh, Altos and Sabitha through they basically become pseudo companions, but I not, not to the doctor, but to Ian and Barbara.
3: Yes. I I really like them. Um, uh yeah,
0: actually. I oh, like
3: them. Well they were very too. strong characters.
1: Because they just didn't sit by the side. They did more than Susan did. Way more. Yeah, they no. did. <laughs>
0: I mean, Alto's legs were very distracting, I will say. You're
3: not wrong. What I really liked is in that episode when they're introduced in in the Velvet Web, I actually think that's probably my favorite, where you have that weird time jump of, okay, Barbara's already jumped ahead, so let's go find her. And she's living in the lap lap of luxury? And she's just like, oh, everything is great. And they have this silk for these silk dresses. And, you know, you should try these foods. They're amazing. And Ian's like, I don't believe you. This seems off. This is weird. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it flips. And all of a sudden she's the one who's like, this isn't real. And all of a sudden Ian's like, ah, oh, but it is. It's fine. So I, I think it's one of the better ones, especially with the point of view shot that they had with everyone. Oh, that was
1: awesome that was that, really well shot
3: i i was amazed i was like i wasn't expecting them to have a pov shot like done that way at that period of time mm. it, was so it, yeah. it was great because you were seeing it good. from
1: barbara's eyes and everything right and so yeah. that it wasn't as grand as they were making out you're just holding rags no it's my beautiful dress and it's just like <laughs> it's like it it shut up wonder, susan it makes you wonder what <laughs> they were eating Ugh. Oh, oh yeah! Oh. yeah! That. Yeah! Oh, I know. And then the brains with the little eye stalks on the top—they <laughs> were
0: hilarious.
1: <laughs> and everything. And so when uh Barbara went in there and started swinging, man, <laughs> it's <was> like oh. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. <laughs> she like took a couple of the brains right out, smashing the bottles and everything. And it's like, oh, oh, gross, gross. So,
3: But amazing, but mm-hmm. amazing. So, yeah, that was actually what, like, I think one of the stronger episodes, because then we, you know, the Screaming
0: Jungle's just. That one was pretty bad. <laughs> Not much happened.
1: I think that no. was the weakest I it, one. I thought it should have the...
2: been subtitled or retitled The Screaming Susan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I yeah. think so. And it's, you could easily see the string on the vines being pulled through. Oh, man, like, that
0: was a terrible effect, yeah. The
1: vines are pounding through. They're coming to get us. Oh.
0: At
3: the same time, if you think about it, with the screens that people had back in the 60s, they wouldn't have seen those strings because no. No. <laughs> that TV would have been... so. I, I oh, think the, it the screen probably,
1: was probably like that big, you know, so I think right. it
3: probably really worked for for people they probably I think for the sixty for the time period, it's actually done pretty well, and black and white hides so much,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. oh thank <laughs> God,
3: I mean, it, it, you know like a lot so
1: of now, the, I mean all it, it photos of the earth station who crew will be in black and white from now on. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, it does what it needs to do. I mean, you get the message across. I mean, obviously when Terry or anybody else is writing that kind of thing, it's up to the effects guys to be like, oh, how are we going to pull this off? And, you know, it's not easy with their budget and their time. So mm-hmm. I get it. You know, not everything can look good. And I, I you know, I've seen worse. Uh, so oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to harp on that. But uh, I do want to ask, like, so I was wondering, you know, this, this might be, I think, the worst Susan story I've seen. um because i just think she's awful in this uh from the minute she's you know needs to go get new shoes to they're screaming and then her you know getting kidnapped or whatever and she just is yeah she's but like i feel bad because i feel like carolyn ford is is can do more but i mean it's probably soon after this right that she's like i gotta go like this is like like this is awful right she She has
0: said that it's awful she hated this episode
1: oh yeah no she hated
0: susan in this episode yeah she gets
3: she gets one slight time to shine and it's in the um the the snows of terror um when they're trying to escape the caves she has like a very brief moment of not freaking out and and actually doing a pretty good job and you're like oh i see a glimpse of what susan could be and then they have her scream some more and you're like well that didn't last very
2: long <laughs> even though no the she was great like,
1: climbing across that, those beams but even that I was like what is she she doing?
2: like i thought is she just freaking out and just like i'm like why is she doing this like and i kept thinking i was puzzled cuz i thought they had they were stupid when they left the cabin. They didn't take their watches with them. I'm like, why don't they just click their watches? Why do yeah, they have that, to go over the stupid thing? But um... that
0: made no sense at all. That bugged, bugged <laughs> the, the heck out of nope. me. <laughs> the the watches, even yeah. the fact yeah. that that they didn't take the watches with them to the cave. Why I was like, I was like, wa- I was like
1: watching it. I was <laughs> like watching the, it when they they were being chased and the guys. You know, the bridge was out already. It's like, the why don't they just me? the watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The watches—it's like, why didn't they just push the watch button? You know, oh, they don't have Be- the watch because yeah, because, because uh-huh. the
3: creepy because the creepy guy who was hitting on Barbara
0: uh, took it from them.
3: No, but that, they knew
2: that.
0: Yeah, but they
3: knew they, that. Yeah. They, knew, they, they knew
2: they knew they, they knew had, they
0: were in the drawer, and they had already defeated him. Yeah, so they, they were like, "You're going to take us,
2: everything. but we're not going to take that stuff. We're just going to have you lead us to the girls, and we'll leave all that important stuff behind."
3: Yeah, that was just, pretty.
1: That's pretty gruesome, you know. They actually showed him die on a children's show, you know. Yeah. the whole thing trying they showed him he
0: trying did. to rape Barbara on a children's show. Yeah, yes.
2: That yes, they did. Surprised me that yes. Like, no doubt what he was interested in. And I was like um, Wow,
1: that's pretty bold.
3: Yeah. like, Eat,
1: eat, you we gotta fatten you up. It's like, oh Jesus, man.
3: Especially considering, you know, it was um you know, who we have leading the show and you're just sitting there. I'm like, who let this scene get by? Like who, who let this happen? <laughs> Cause why would you let this happen? It
0: was just, it was very upsetting to me then. And it
3: just made me feel very uncomfortable. I want to take
0: a shower. Um, there's another scene later on where the wife of, of the guy in the uh, court courtroom scene, and he's, it's heavily abusive. implied that he's beating her. He's-
2: yes. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, oh yeah,
1: that's it's like pretty the, the brutal.
3: It's the biggest downside to I think this this story arc is is those two things and how you know terribly women were were treated in very certain scenarios. It's just mm-hmm. unfortunate.
1: Well, exactly. You know, you the whole thing. You know, Ian and Barbara. You when not even Barbara and Susan actually. Sorry, when they left the apartment and the door closed, and you heard her being beaten. You know, mm-hmm. and it was just like, but it's okay because she was like
2: the mastermind behind the whole thing. So it's it's okay. Yeah. She, she was the bad
1: guy. She was she was evil. She deserved it. <laughs> you know? It's like no, 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 folks. No, 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 no. It was just like, oh, she's a baddie. All of them are baddies. Ah. so and then <laughs> you know, and then just how they wiped it all up. Although on
2: the flip side, I will agree with you. And I, and I was impressed that, you know, Barbara does, Robert is pretty, is written pretty amazing. Now I don't know if originally they were like, okay, she's taking over what the doctor should be doing. And because William Hartnell's like, I, I gotta go. Like, so he wasn't available. So then they just wrote it for Barbara, which was, which was cool actually that they did that because especially the last story, the last story I thought, okay, here's where we get to see, William Hartnell being like the doctor, right? This is, he's going to rule this. And he does come through at the end. I mean, he's the only one who knows where the the chip is, the key is, right? So he does get that, but he can't save uh, Ian from, on the trial. He just mucks that up. He, he doesn't, he doesn't actually do anything at the, at the, at the grand finale. Like the doctor, actually, this is like one of the worst, like William Hartnell doctor stories I've seen, because he's pretty much useless.
1: Mhm exactly, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: there's no great he, he, doctor so. moments, no, he's just kind of bumbling no. through the whole thing when he when he's there at all
3: yeah
2: he exactly. he gets
3: he gets like one line, and it's just like man should not be ruled by machines, and I'm like, right at why the very didn't end, you say? Right? Yeah, and I'm like, why didn't you say that in the first episode yes. when he first told you about this? Yes! Because <laughs> from the very beginning, I was sitting there, I'm like, this is not a good guy, and why are we helping him? And I didn't understand. And then all of a sudden, the doctor's like, oh, at the very end, yeah, you probably shouldn't have done
2: that. Where was this? Oh, exactly? Yeah. He mm-hmm. should always Where be, was it? I mean, we've always said he, he should always be the smartest one in the room. And in this, he he just wasn't. He, no, he was not at no. all. And it it no. really like he suffers in this story a lot. And that, yeah, this this might as be one do of we a- all. <laughs> This might be one of my least favorite first Doctor stories. And that's considering that earlier this year we saw the gunfighters. (laughs) Well, at
0: least they don't sing in this story. So that alone.
3: (laughs) And be glad that I'm not covering that with, I didn't cover that with you guys because I would have been singing.
2: (laughs) Well, that would have been enjoyable. That would have been a lot (laughs) more enjoyable than the actual story. No. Uh, But, um, yeah, this one was. ooh, this was. Man, I don't want to ever want to do two two Terry Nation stories. <laughs> yeah,
0: that was not good on our part. We should.
2: Have as, soon as, <laughs> as soon as I saw you wrote this, I'm like, wait, that. there's no Daleks in this. What the hell?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might have improved it. It might have improved it. But then you know the chase wasn't that far. You know.
2: But like you said, it just it might as well have been. It might as well have been yeah. uh, the Daleks just because same thing, yeah, you know? same exact thing. You know.
1: No, very much so, and it was there. There were points where it was brilliant, but then it went—you know—it was like a really bad seesaw, and you know, mm-hmm. it's like you're getting excited, getting excited, then it falls flat.
2: I don't, I don't know if you can recall this because uh, it was probably some years ago, but I, I do see that Philip Hinchcliffe wrote the the novelization, which I'm curious about because I have so much respect for Philip. I'm like. I wonder if the novelization is way better if he fixes a lot of this um in in that or if it's just like it's
1: just as bad. Pretty much just as bad. You know, it's it was entertaining to read, I remember it, but it's not anything that like got impressioned into my mind. So this was all still fairly new to me. So in this one. So it was it. It was interesting to see. I would have I wish we could have seen Marco Polo. I wish we could seen You know.
3: Yep. That's that's number 1 on my list of I think that's number 1 those. on
2: everybody's list as far yeah. as lost ones. That one in the in the introduction of Jamie.
3: Highlanders. Yeah. Highlanders. I mean,
2: those are the those are the two that I think uh if I could have a, you know, a miracle come down and one or two stories of of classic who could be resurrected. Those, those were the, those are the two.
1: Those two. Yeah. So. Yeah. Someday, maybe could be in our. life If lifetime. we have to trade
2: this one off to get it, I'll be I'll be glad <laughs> to sacrifice this one.
1: Oh sure! Out of all the ones they didn't delete, you know, come I know, on. You're right.
0: Like, this I'm is like, the one they saved. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Much
2: of, much of, well, it's probably the Terry Nation estate. Damn it! They probably were the ones that saved it. <laughs> that oh, actually-
1: crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right. Before we start tearing this one a new one, which we already have started. Do you have any final thoughts on it? Uh,
2: I think I will also agree as much as I, you know, am not impressed by it and whatnot. Um, I will say, Mike, I do agree with you in the fact that it did it. It kept going because it kept changing locations um you know every one or two episodes it was a different kind of story it was it took place in different things so it it refreshed itself in that way but in some ways that that also made it feel longer so so <laughs> it was kind of a it was kind of a double edged sword because it 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 was interesting uh because I kept thinking okay well reset button maybe this will be good and uh no it just was still the same but um but it I do appreciate that Aspect of it. it, I can't say that you know this should have been just three parts because it it was a mess, it would have been a mess if, yeah, if it was shorter too. So, I'm not oh, sure I helped
0: it.
1: So, let's go ahead and rate this one out of five TARDISes, one being the worst, and I'm curious to see where that'll turn out tonight, <laughs> and five being the best. We're not going to get anywhere close to that. <laughs> Julie, you're looking quizzical, you're going to go first tonight. <laughs>
3: I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm used to a scale of one to ten, so I'm I'm sitting here doing some math in my head just to kind of see just where divide to go. by two. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? And I'm trying to see if I need to you alter can't, that. At you all. can't
1: divide one, but by two. No. <laughs> well,
3: you can.
1: <laughs> well, you can technically, but.
3: <laughs> um. So I one of the things that helped with this is I watched this when I first watched this, I watched it in order with everything. Um, so I was already in that mindset of, okay, Susan is Susan. We all know what Susan's going to do. She's going to freak out. Uh, Barbara Mm -hmm. and Ian are very strong and you know, yes, it does probably suffer the most on the doctor side, but it was definitely fit the flow of the other stories that were surrounding this. Um, so it wasn't as I, I think, um, as bad from that perspective. Um so I'm going to end up giving it 3.25 out of 5. Um I enjoyed wow. it. I like the the video game feel of the different episodes and I just, you know, it has like it gets dinged for the doctor and it gets dinged for the guy who is trying to be, you know, with Barbara, which was the <laughs> worst part. Um but I still enjoyed it. I still thought it was a, f- a fun little romp. So
1: okay, no, that's great.
2: Well, at first, I thought you were talking about Ian. I'm like, it gets steamy for Ian. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, because <laughs> Ian's trying to always get with her. too.
1: But. Well, it's, but that's well, he like, ends I sh- up with her.
2: Yeah, oh, spoilers. like no, no. spoilers. No spoilers, and they- he should. You know, I mean, they're a cute couple. I, I think you know, it's too bad that it wasn't you know realized. In the show, as much and
3: their in their final episode when they they finally leave, their engagement photos are are shown. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah,
2: no, they're mm-hmm. a cute couple. I like. I, you know, I dig them.
1: So. Exactly. Okay, Mary. Oh boy, I yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't really did not like this one. Um, even though I did laugh all the way through it, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, it gets to I think I'm going to give it a two, and that's it. It's it's only getting a two because of Barbara. I'm subtracting three because of Terry Nation. I mean, oh wow, oh my god, wow. he has no idea how to write. It 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 drives me nuts that he just puts everything in, including the kitchen sink. And there is there's no he does not know how how to write in such a way that it 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 builds to something to anything <laughs> because nothing ever everything falls flat and um and so you're just left kind of meh which is too bad because barbara actually as everybody is saying is fantastic in this and um, she
1: is she truly is i
0: I loved her in this and susan almost (laughs) it makes but uh, from on the other side susan is terrible but yeah, I don't, I really, I don't, I can't recommend people watch this one. I really can't. So I think I'm just going to mm-hmm. give it a two.
1: Well, okay. That's fair. Mr. Mike.
2: Uh, Mary uh, stole my line. Actually, it was going to be uh the same thing. It was going to be a two. And that's just because of Barbara. Uh, if you're a Barbara fan, this is uh, great stuff uh and she's uh, she her character is really uh the th- uh, the the driving force and uh everybody else is just kind of blah and unfortunately it's not a great doctor story Um, Which sucks. And uh, I just looked it up while Mary was talking, and uh, I do have reason to celebrate because I do believe that's the last Terry Nation story that I haven't seen. So uh, I don't have to watch any more Terry, we we don't have to review any more Terry Nation stories
1: (laughs) uh,
2: or done with Terry Nation. And uh, I'm looking at them, and I think two of them out of the eight or so that he did, I liked, and the rest, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but he's he's not for me.
1: That's totally fair. No, that's understandable. Wow. Okay. Hmm. This is gonna be <laughs> interesting to see. I'm gonna give it a solid three. I enjoyed the the stories, the video game feel of it, like we say, the adventures. And like I said, it felt very key to time. I was just waiting for Romana and K9 to show up or something. <laughs> But it would have made the story so much better. But I don't think Terry Nation would have been capable of writing for them. So I, even the for the video game feel, it was the force field around the TARDIS and everything. You know, that's such a video game, you know, trope right there. You know, oh, you can't get out of here until you complete your missions. And, you know. That that force field
2: might be the best special effect of the series. (laughs) Oh,
1: it was, it was amazing.
0: (laughs) Actually, it was, it was pretty fun watching them all try to do their mime. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, I've, I felt like when, you know, Susan lost her shoe into the acid pool, I just want to dangle my feet. Please do. And that would have been interesting. Yeah. You know, exactly. And, you know, oh, the the sand, the, the, the glass, it's like glass on the floor. And so they gave, Ian gave up his boots for Susan and he had to walk on the glass, you know, because he's the manly man, of course. <laughs> yes. It was just like, it was just like, that didn't make sense. None of this did. So, um, but yeah, solid three for me. Definitely would love to hear from you guys at home. What did you guys think? Feedback at Earth Station, who we definitely would love to hear your thoughts on this one. And, you know, did it work for you? Did it not? And, you know, I would love to be able to take vacation right in the middle of a podcast and come back for the very end of it or something. (laughs) Because that's what basically William Hartnell did multiple times. (laughs) And, you know, so it's just...
2: don't lie. You've taken vacations while we've been recording often, oh, and show up. That's and, what I do for all the Halloween episodes. And then at the episodes. end, you close you know. the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've done that several times. And that's what I do Earth for Station all the World.
1: Halloween. <laughs> Hell yeah, on the Halloween episodes, <laughs> dude. I'm playing Zelda while you guys are doing that. You know? <laughs> it's like oh, I, I have my DS underneath the camera line, so it's just like okay, this is good. So this is perfect. But yeah, no, I would. It's just, it's just amazing to be able to do it. But, you know, there was greater things to come, and Susan didn't last much longer, which is pretty awesome. So, (laughs) you know, so that's a plus. And, you know, the people who ask, oh, I would love to see Susan come back to the series. Really? Really? You really want that? Uh,
3: If if she was given better anything better lines, not freak out moments, anything like that. I think Susan could be a really great character. They just wrote her as if she was eight years old.
2: Yeah, yeah and, yeah. and Pretty it's much. one of those things, too, where it's, I'm reminded also, it's like, you know, um, uh, it's a shame that they haven't taken advantage of the fact that uh, William Russell and Caroline Ford are still around, and yet they still ignore them. I'm like, they could use them they could use them and uh, everybody would love that. And I just don't know why they haven't done that.
1: That's what I loved about adventures in time and space. Cause they did use them. Yes, it. they did. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they they yes. Both both of them appeared in it. And yeah. so, you know, I'm surprised the series hasn't taken advantage of it or something. Hell have an older, you know, Caroline Ford as Susan, come on and she regenerates into a younger Susan or something. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> hello it's writing Yay. itself right in front of us you know if somebody like me can come up with this idea <laughs> why can't the brains over at dr um Hoon?
3: because chibnall because good point
1: chibnall.
2: good yeah, point right definitely not happen
1: with
0: chibnall.
2: you know what i'm you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you guys and say like you know what i've said some harsh words about chibnall as well but i'll take chibnall over nation in week. <laughs>
1: And with that, we will be back again in two weeks, folks. We are going to be going back to Dragon Con. We are doing Doctor Who 101. So intro for what you, you know, to bring people into Doctor Who, you know, basically explaining the series to people. So it should be a lot of fun. And it was a great, great panel. We had a lot of great folks on that one. So, Julie, you want to promote your podcast?
3: Yes. Um, so I am a part of Watchers in the Fourth Dimension or Watchers in 4D for short. And we are going through and watching all of Doctor Who from the very beginning. Um, so right now we are in the second Doctor era. Um, so already already done Keys Marinus, Mm, but, um, so you can find us on all of your podcasting apps and we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, you'll be able to find us.
1: They're knocking it out of the ballpark, folks. I listen to every episode. It's a lot of fun.
3: Thank you.
1: I am the one listener. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They actually do a really good job. And, you know, and it's cool because they all started on my podcast. So it's pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like kind of a spinoff so it's it's kind of cool but yeah congrats guys i'm really really happy for where how far you guys have made it how far you and the interaction between you guys is really well and everything
3: oh thank you yeah it's like i only knew anthony and then the other two they've now become great friends and we're just waiting for the day that we can go karaoke again
1: Mm. so anyway mary (laughs) thanks for being on the show also
0: thank you Bad Doctor Who is still better than a lot of the other crap on TV.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't ever think uh, the Earth Station Who crew could ever get together and do karaoke. I don't know about that.
0: Why not?
3: I
1: think I think it would empty the, uh, any restaurant. Hey. Or that. hey. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you think do Korean yourself. style.
3: <laughs> Korean style karaoke. Then you, just, then you just sing in front of each other. It's fine.
1: Okay. And drink so Mary, anything you want to promote?
0: You can find my artwork at maryogle.com or on Etsy at e Vision Arts.
1: Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. And Mr. Mike, we made it through another one, my friend.
2: We did. And as always, it's my pleasure, even though 2020 feels like we're living in a Terry Nation story. <laughs> It's so a good way hey, to put it. I have to get these terry Nation digs in now because this is the last time we're doing a terry nation story. <laughs> no it it's
0: good. It's good. Let it all out.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. So for all of those people at home, like I said, we're going to be doing Doctor Who 101 in 2 weeks, but then we'll be back the episode after with the Faceless Ones. Woo-hoo! So that's going to be a lot of fun. Mike and I got our discs today, and you know, the people in the UK are laughing at us like, "Ah, you you suckers." And you know, my one gripe to BBC: Why didn't they put it out on Blu-ray here in the states? They did it in the UK. So no respect,
2: no respect for classic no who respect. here.
1: I know. I guess we're the Rodney Dangerfields of Doctor Who. <laughs> 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 I tell you, folks. I tell you. So, with that being said, on behalf of all of us here. Be safe. We will see you here next time on the Earth Station Who podcast. Peace. And we are done. So. You have been listening to Earth Station Who,
2: a bi-weekly pop culture podcast dedicated to all things Doctor Who, featuring talents from across the universe. All topics on the show are the sole opinions of the individual and are used for entertainment value alone. You subscribe to our podcast up on iTunes, Stitcher, or follow our blog at www.ESOPodcast.com. You can also follow us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Google+. If you enjoyed the show, please leave feedback up on iTunes. It was Sean and the podcast about mankind. The SoulForge podcast was a dream given form. Its goal? To prevent fear by creating a place where humans and aliens could work out their differences peacefully. It's a pod for all, with topics including love, loss, sex, dating, and so much more. Humans and aliens wrapped in the ESO network all alone in the night. It can be a dangerous place, but it's our last best hope for peace. The year is 2020. The name of the place, SoulForge podcast.